You're now listening to Kingdom Empowerment Center's Empowerment Podcast. Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. For you are my strength and you are my redeemer. Holy Spirit, preach through me right now. Give us ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. And also say it in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to pick up from last week. If you were not here last week, I started a series entitled Words Matter. Y'all remember? Words matter. Gave you the scripture, death and life is in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. That's Proverbs 18, 21. I told you that our tongue is a weapon. I told you that, number two, words emanate from the heart. And words reveal who you are. And number three, three words re- release heaven to move or respond on our behalf. Words move heaven to respond on our behalf. I want to continue words matter part two. Somebody say part two. two. Let's go to Second Chronicles chapter 20. We're going to release this word and let you go so that you can enjoy 70 degrees before it drops to 30. <laughs> you go out and run in the park. Park. I said that right. Park. I've been in Massachusetts too long. Second Chronicles chapter 20, reading from verse 1. It happened after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them, besides the Ammonites, came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, from Syria, and they are in Hazazon Tamar, which is in Engedi. And Jehoshaphat feared, or he was afraid. And he set himself to seek the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast. Throughout all Judah, so that Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord. And from all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Can I stop there for now? First thing I want to give you today in in Words Matter Part 2 is we get ready to endeavor. We call it a fast. And sometimes, when you fast, let me say this, you need to know why you're fasting. All right? Because otherwise, you just deny yourself food. And this is not to deny ourselves food to lose weight. We can lose weight some other way. But this is to... Fast means to cover the mouth. And so, number one I want to give you today is, somebody say focus. Focus. 
You got to have a focus when you fast. Got to have a focus. In this scripture here, Jehoshaphat was afraid. Somebody say afraid. He's afraid because the armies of Moab, the Moabites and the Ammonites were coming after them. And, and see, it's interesting. You got to know something about the Moabites and the Ammonites. They worship a god called Chamosh. And this god, his name literally meant destroyer, subduer. So these were people who were coming to destroy Jehoshaphat and the people. They were coming to subdue them and put them into slavery. You also got to understand something about Moab and Ammon, the children of them. They were born to Lot. Y'all remember Lot? And their birth was, as we would say, controversial. Let me break that down. Back in the day, God told Lot and his wife, don't look back. I'm bringing you out. Lot's wife looked back. Basically, she, she died instantly. So Lot was left with just his children, his girls. Y'all listening to me? And they believed, the girls believed, hey, our father has no seed. He has no male seed. So we've got to do something to keep the legacy going. Let me help you here. So what they did was they got their father drunk. We don't talk about this stuff. They got the father drunk and the eldest daughter lied with the daddy. Do I got to spell that out? Okay, good. So he didn't know what happened. The next day he was like, what, what, what happened here? The daughter got pregnant and gave birth to a child. Y'all quiet on me, y'all quiet on me. This is Moab. So the oldest daughter said to the youngest, well, look, I did it. You do it too. So next night, got daddy drunk again. This is why you got to stay in your right mind. You got to stay focused. The enemy will do anything to get you out of focus. So he'll use substances, use your own family to trick you. So the youngest daughter get daddy drunk. Daddy's so drunk out of his mind, she lies with him. See, I, t I told the folks don't let the children go because otherwise I would really tear this apart. Because he's still drunk but still able to perform. I can't, I can't touch that right now. So the youngest daughter lies with daddy. She has a son, Ammon. So now 
they breed a tribe of the Moabites and the Ammonites. This group of people were one who believed in human sacrifice. Look how they were born. Things we don't talk about in church. But I'm here to tell you something today. No matter how you were born, God always has a plan. Because, see, Jesus came through this line of the Moabites. Huh? Because, see, in the book of Ruth, Ruth was a Moabite. She was the, what was it now? I can't remember. Great, great grandmama of David. David was in the line of Jesus. See, it don't matter what's in your family genes. What's in your family legacy. God can still birth a Messiah. God can still birth a deliverer. There's somebody that God says, I got my hands on in the family. Oh, somebody. Even though the rest of the family, no good. They're destroyers. God got one. Oh, he's running after somebody today. Because you're key to your family. You're key, you're key, you're key. Say to yourself, I'm the key. But, Pastor, you don't understand. You don't understand where, where I came from. You don't understand how, how my, my mommy was born. You don't understand how what my, my daddy did. You don't understand my grandpa, my great-grandpa. Pastor, you understand? Yeah, okay, yeah, that's fine. I, I don't understand, but yeah, I don't need to understand. <laughs> Many folks up in here, they, people didn't know their great-great so-and-so. Some people in here didn't know their daddy. Some didn't know their mommy. But somehow, God chose you. Look at somebody say, God chose you. So this group of people, they were idolaters. They were wicked people. And they come after thou. See, can, can I say this? Wickedness always joins together. So Moab and Ammonites, they come together. The Moabites and the Ammonites, we coming to take out Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah. We're going to destroy you. Don't say what happened. Just says, Joseph had heard that these folks are coming after him. A great multitude. And what happens? He gets afraid. So I want to ask you something today. What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of 
going into 2020. We're in 2020. What are you afraid of? Anybody afraid of anything? You could be afraid of this country. This is being recorded too, huh? Oh, help me. I can't tell you. Turn it off today, huh? No, don't, don't do that. No, no, no. You can, because any moment we go to war. And it's not like the war of old days. This is, could be a nuclear war. It could be a cyber war where they go after the banks and affect your money. Now, many you go go take your money out your bank and put my money back under the mattress. <laughs> pastors, oh man, that's true, Pastor. I go, let me go take my money out. I know some of you already got money under the mattress. But I'm going to tell you something. You should have a little something, something. <laughs> Whether it's under your mattress, have it somewhere, have it locked up somewhere, have, have a little cash on hand. I know this is a generation that is a cashless generation, but you better be aware of the times, people. Travel for, oh, I got no cash. Let me, look, can we split the bill? Because everybody got to bring out five different cards. Pastor Ray, the only one with cash. I'm the only one still, you know, I, I, people, people talk about, you still use a checkbook? Yes. yes. Pastor, you old-fashioned. You use a checkbook. Oh, man, my family gets something. You use a checkbook. My older brother and my sister, you still using a checkbook? And they owed it to me. I said, yes. Ray, you can do that, all that stuff online. Why are you still using a checkbook? Ray, you can do this. Ray, you can do, well, well. My checkbook. I like to be able to balance. I can see. I know you can do all that online, but I just get a little scared a little bit. All this online stuff. See, I really need to. I should really. I got my phone here. I don't usually bring my phone in the sanctuary. I need to turn my phone off because you know they're listening to our conversation. Y'all, y'all, no pastor. Ask people that work in this industry. They can tell you they are listening to your conversation. I've talked about things. Next thing I know, I see an ad coming up on my phone. I was like, the devil is a liar. I didn't do a search on my phone for it. Next thing I know. Let me turn you off right now. <laughs> I'm turning it off. Off. Not on silent. Off. Oh, y'all need to hear me today. I want to ask you some questions this morning, this first part. What are you afraid of? Also, what's coming after you? What's coming after you? The, the, the Moabites and the Ammonites were coming after Jehoshaphat and the people. What's coming after you and your family? What's coming after you? Is it sickness? Is it disease? What's coming after you? 
Is it addiction? Oh man, it's all just through the line. It's just coming after us. It's coming after, it's taking out one by the neck. Depression is coming after us. What's coming after you? This gives you focus. This is why you ought to fast. This is a corporate fast, but this is also an individual fast. What direction do you need from God in 2020? Y'all hearing me? And, and then let me ask you this. What do you need God to do for you? Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord. This is our focus. We come to God to ask his help. I don't know about you, but I need help. God, I need help in my daily life. I need help in 2020 that I don't make the same mistakes I made in 2019. Lord, I need help in 2020 to guard my mouth because I realize my mouth is a weapon. My mouth going to dictate my future. God, I need your help in 2020 to keep it together. God, I need your guidance. I need your revelation, God. Where to take the house. God, I need your help. Well, you need help. Some of you need to be honest and say, Lord, I need help not to smack somebody upside the head. Be honest. I need help, God, not to lose it. Your marriage needs help. Your being a singleness needs help. God, I need help for this next decision, God. I need help. Let me say this. Because if you don't pray about it, God's not in your decision. Some of us are making decisions without God in it. And we're just making it then come, God, why? God says, I, I never told you to go there, do that, be with him, her, do whatever. But you just went ahead and just said, let me just go do it because I believe, God, you're going to be, God said, uh-uh, you still got to come to me and ask me for help. Do not assume anything. Stop assuming because you know when you assume what you do, you make a... Not out of God, but out of you. <sighs> God, get some focus. Start of this year. Let's focus. Let's focus. God, we need your help. We need your help. Need your help for your career, your future. God, I need my help. God, God wants you to, you, God, you know God has promised you a, a, a business, but you ain't got a business plan. God, I need help to get this business plan down. God, I need God, I need help. God, I know you promised me this, but God, I don't know the next steps. God, just I need your help so I don't run ahead of you. That I don't get scared because I don't see it happening when I think it ought to happen. So I don't run. God, help me. And let me say this to you. Write it down. What you seeking God for. Write it down. 
Y'all looking at me. Are y'all taking notes today? I told y'all last week, take notes. Don't come up in here and look at me. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that, Julie. I know. I got a little carried away. So, so, write it down. You need to take notes. Write this stuff down. I told you, get out your tablets. Take out your, uh, uh, your phones. Most of, you, most of you don't walk with pen and paper no more. Can I give you the second thing? Let's go to verse 13. Let's jump down to verse 13. 13 and uh, 14. Now all Judah, thank you, with their little ones. He, 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 that, that's so prophetic. Their wives and their children stood before the Lord. Look at this. Go back 13 before I go to 14. Now all Judah... With their little ones, their wives, and their children stood before the Lord. What's this mean, Pastor? What you trying to? You got focus? Number two, somebody shout, fall in line. line. This scripture, I, I know 2 Chronicles 20 like the back of my hand, but I never paid attention to this scripture. And the Holy Spirit hit me with this. So Lorraine, look at this. It says, all Judah. I mean, basically, when they were writing stuff, like means all the men that were in Judah. Along with their little ones. Means if you was an infant, the little ones, anybody in the family, their wives. Their children. Anybody under their covering was to fall in line with this fast. They all were to fall in line to fast and to seek God for help. Can I say this? Obedience is key. If you are part of this house, you need to. But pastor, you said we're going to do a total fast. I can't do even if you can't do a total fast. Obedience is better than your sacrifice. Even if. You fast a chocolate a day. Even if you fast some bacon, some pork a day. You're going to be a part of this fast and fall in line. Some of you will, Pastor, I, I need to eat. Okay, find something to fast. Fast some TV. If you fast, you watch it. If you watch it three hours, fast it two hours. All Judah, 
See, we've lost the days and the times when people think they need to fall in line. We trying to, we trying to live in the days when everybody, no matter where they are, I can do what's right in my own eyes. Let me tell you something right now. No, you cannot. Words matter. Are y'all hearing me? They recognize we're not going to be out of order. And we're not going to be disobedient because this affects our present generation, but also the generation still to come. Let me show this. I need you four right here. You four, come, come quickly, 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 quickly. Please, come quickly. Fall in line. I, I wish Elder Rons was here. He'd help me with his <laughs> army voice. Help me, Holy Ghost. Fall in line means there's usually a leader in front. If you're single and you live by yourself, you're the leader of your house. If you marry, did I say if? Oh, Jesus, help me. If you marry, yeah, and you currently together. Y'all not listening to me. Then he ought to lead. Come here, Pastor Steve. Come in front. So if I'm married to this, I said, come in front. I said, come in front. If I'm married to this man, yes, we walk in side by side. Right? We join. You know, y'all like that movie? Oh, you complete me. <laughs> so he completing you, right? So he says, okay, we join in the fast of the house. Get in front. He leads the way. Because he the prophet, king, and priest. He's supposed to lead the way. He's supposed to tell the house, House, we going fast. We going fast. <laughs> Little ones, even if you got to fast a video game a day. Did pastor say that? No, pastor, don't tell my daddy that. Yes. I don't care what we're going to do. You're going to fast some candy. But we, all of us, are going to fall in line. Because what you're doing is bringing your house in order as well. All right, go on back, please. If you are a single parent, you're the leader of your house. So I lead my house. Well, I'm not a single parent, but I'm leading my house. Say I'm a single parent. I tell everybody, okay, we fasting. Yes. You under this roof, we fasting. Yes, that's true. But I don't go to your church. It don't matter. Oh, see, y'all don't like this. Y'all don't. No, cause, cause, see, everybody. It didn't say that they did it with grumbling. 
that they complained. They could have did it, but they kept it to themselves. We still going to fast. All, all Judah, all. Whether you was, whether you worship God morning, noon, or night, or you didn't worship, all of Judah. We coming in line. Yes, amen. Thank you, Lord. But, but, but wait, wait. Okay, well, we fasted. But that means, well, okay, I'm not cooking no meat. Huh? Huh? You ain't getting no meat. 21 days. We fasted. That's it. Go ahead. Well, well, yeah, if you don't want to, well, then you go get some food. Go get it somewhere. But we fasted. That's it. In this house. Oh, it's quiet in here. But this is good. I'm trying to get your house in order for 2020. Because some of your houses are so whack, jacked up. This is how, oh, Lord Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. This is how you get, you know, this is how you know who you with. Because, see, but, but baby, I pay the bills. All right, honey, you pay the bills. But I'm still fasting because I serve God. That's it, that's it. Amen. Go ahead, go ahead. See, what happens is in church is when, step out this way, please. Come up. One gets out of line. And all it takes is one. To fall out of line. And when one falls out of line, and the person behind, all the way in the back sees that other one out of line, yep. then they come, come. Step out they step out. Oh, well, he stepped out. Yeah, I can step out too. I can step out too. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And nothing happened to him, so it's okay. Go ahead. And the Holy Ghost hit me. It says, let these people know today, Lorraine. God sees when you step out of line. Just because Pastor Rain don't see it. Just because Pastor Rain don't hear everything you saying behind closed doors. I'm not God. Don't want to be. But God knows. Oh, you stepping out of line? Hmm. And I'm a God of order. I respect order so when I look down I don't see that order so okay she doesn't know it I'm gonna get you yes yes go ahead go ahead go ahead and then you wonder why where the blessings stop come on now why things stop flowing in my house? Why all hell breaking out loose in my house? Why things happening going wrong? What's going on in here? Because you out of line. And you think because ain't nobody know I'm out of line. It's okay for me to be out. No. You out of line. God sees. And see, well, we got to get to the point of, like in the days of Joshua, all right, go, go on back, please. No, 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 you stay. 
because you are lying. See, what's happened to us? Because, you know, one's out of line, we just, come on, come on, Stephanie, come on, rest of you. We just keep going. And the person out of line, come on, stays to the side and still wants to be a part. Somebody, but, but see, I might not see it. But who sees it? Who else sees it? Come, come, come on, come on. Michelle sees it. People behind me see it. Yes. Go ahead. Somebody needs to arrest it. Oh, come on. And say the blood of Jesus. We fall in line. Look here. If you don't want to be in line, go somewhere else. Join another army. But this army, you're not going to affect the blessing on this house because you don't want to be in line. Because the rest of the troop gets punished. Just take one, be out of line. One person is out of line. Okay, well, one of you out of line. You didn't want to do nothing about it. That's your brother. That's your sister. You didn't want to correct them. You didn't want to help them get back in line. Fine. The rest of you are going to be punished because one is out of line. Back it up, please. Let me show this. Let, 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 me, let me make it more practical for you. Because some of you don't. Okay. You ever go to a family function? Get, get back in line for a minute, please. Wherever you come, just. You ever go to a family function? And then, you know at that family function, there's always one. <laughs> step out, step out, step out. There's always one who cause confusion, causes tension, causes strife, causes misery. Somebody say one. Don't be afraid. If they're here, just don't look at them. Just, just takes one. I was talking to somebody, and they were telling me about their Christmas. And they said, Pastor Ray, this was the best Christmas we ever had as a family. I said, well, that's awesome. I mean, no, the best one. Even the kids were saying, oh, this is the best Christmas. And, and I was like, I was like, okay. And, and they don't live in this state, so don't worry. So, and they were like, we didn't want to say it. Why? But one of my children says, it's because one of the other children wasn't there. Y'all don't want to hear this. They even recognize. Says, oh, it's because so-and-so's not here. It just takes one. And so I said, so what you going to do the next time? Because that one is eventually going to come. What you going to do? Says, oh, I don't know. We all like, oh, we don't. It's almost like they didn't want that one to come. Uh, Oh, y'all need to hear me. So I said to them, well, this is what you got to do. 
you better set some guidelines for everybody. So don't even sign out the one because then they're going to feel like you're ganging up. Just, just say, okay, we all going to fall in line. So when we get together next time, there's not going to be no bickering. We're not going to have strife. You, there's not going to be the competition, even if, even if we don't play pit. <laughs> even if, oh, see, I don't know nothing about no pit, huh? So, yeah. See, that can cause a little bit of stuff in, in you know, but. Oh, oh y'all so holy. Y'all don't play games? Oh, you play some other games, right? Y'all play spades? Oh, Lord. Oh, gee. Monopoly? Oh, yeah. Texas Hold'em. Okay. <laughs> no, this crowd ain't for that. This, you know, this, you know, they were born saved. They don't know nothing about that. So, but, but it's, it's like you got to set some guidelines so that, look, because when everybody's in line, there's a peace. There's a joy. There's a rest. There's, there's order. And it just feels so good. But when one is out of line, it, 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 and they don't even, sometimes they don't even realize how they affect others. Is somebody hearing me today? But yet we take it. Oh, Jesus. And then we leave there. I ain't going back. I don't know why I go back to every Christmas, every day. Oh, it was awful. Oh, it was miserable. <laughs> Set some order. So same way we got to do it naturally, we got to do it spiritually. Because if one keeps staying out of line, it causes confusion. It causes disruption. It just causes... Y'all getting this? Yes. Look at your neighbor and say, fall in line. Thank you. Give them a hand today. Thank you. Let me hurry up. Let me hurry up. Let me go to verse 14. Because you got to see this. Then the Spirit of the Lord came. When you fall in line, where there's unity... God can show up. God waits for unity. In the book of Acts, it says they were in the upper room all in one place, but they were in one accord. God showed up. When it's a corporate gathering, God looks for unity. Why y'all so quiet today? You taking it in? You better take it in and act it out. Because see, 2020 has got to be the year where we say, look, you affecting us. Get in line. I said it so nicely, and I mean it nicely. Because let me something. I'm trying. We're trying to spare your soul. Because see, your words matter. Some of us feel we can be like Miriam in the Old Testament. Miriam spoke out against her brother uh, uh, Moses. 
And she decided, well, God can speak to me the same way he speaks to Moses. Why can't he speak to me? God heard that. God inflicted her with leprosy. See, when we say, that's Old Testament, go to New Testament. See, we don't really think, when we study Ananias and Sapphira in the New Testament, the, the, the brother came and, and the, see, the word came down from the, the house, from Peter of the house. We all going to give everything. And they all had to give an account. Ananias, did you and your wife give everything? Yes. Boom, drop dead. You lied. And it says, see, Peter was like, you lied to the Holy Spirit. But what he was saying, yes, you lied to the Holy Spirit, but you lied to us. Gave the wife a chance. Come on in here, Safar. Did you and Ananias, your husband, give everything? Yes. Okay, you see that body we carrying out? They're going to be just like you. Boom, drop dead. This is not to scare you. This is not to guilt you anything. But this is for you to understand. God is a God of order. And God wants his folks fall in line. Whether you like it or not. If you don't like it that bad, God says, but then you better find another troop. Because you are affecting your own blessing. You're affecting those who follow you. Because you've got somebody following you. Y'all hear this? Why y'all quiet? We listening. We taking it in. But look it. Then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, who was the son of Benaniah, the son of Jael, the son of Benaniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, in the midst of the congregation. That means in the midst of the assembly, in the midst of them following in line, in the midst of them seeking the Lord together, God spoke and gave revelation. Some of your breakthrough is tied to somebody else. Y'all didn't get that. Our corporate breakthrough is tied to somebody else. So if you understand that, then you would want everybody, oh, you got to get in line because our breakthrough is tied to you. It's t- everybody, we're, we're, all, we're all in this thing. So, all, no, we got to be in this thing. If we're going to be in it, let's be in it. We got to fall in line. The last thing is, let's go to verse 19. Let me end with this. Let me read some verses here. Then the Levites of the children of Korathites and the children of the Korahites, my Lord, stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with loud voices. Somebody say loud voices. voices. Verse number 20. So they rose early in the morning. 
and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and says, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, you shall prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness. And so as they went out before the army and they were saying, Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. And now when they began to sing and to praise God, praise the Lord, then the Lord began to move on their behalf. He set an ambush. He set a trap against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir who had come against Judah and they were defeated. Let me tell you this. In this piece here, we must release. Somebody say release. release. Some loud words. Can I, I'm going to talk a little slang right now. We got to release some smack. Y'all don't know smack? Do they call it that anymore? You talk smack? No, that's old. Man, what they say nowadays? Trash? Oh, I thought that was old. Oh, oh, not as much as smack? Oh, excuse me. Man, I must be really old today. We got to talk some faith smack, some faith trash. See, some of y'all, y'all not used to it. This is what they did. They got up there in verse 19. After God sent the word through uh, uh, the, the young man, Jehaziel, they were like, yay, God! We're winners, we're conquerors! Praise God! The thing about it is, their enemy wasn't defeated yet. The enemy wasn't defeated yet. They didn't have breakthrough yet. But they were talking smack. They were talking trash. That's what we would call talking trash. Can you back it up? I know. Yes, separation. What? What that? Can, you don't talking trash. It's faith talk. Faith talk is it hasn't appeared, but I'ma talk it. I'ma say my God is able, even if He hasn't done it yet. I'm going to say my God is the deliverer, even if I haven't been delivered yet. I'm going to say my God is the healer, even if I haven't been healed yet. I'm going to say my God is a savior, even though something hasn't been saved yet. I'm going to release my faith words. Devil, you didn't win. God won. Oh, come on, somebody. See, let me break this down for you. They went to the wilderness. Verse 20, they went to the wilderness. Somebody say wilderness. wilderness. We know the wilderness is just a desert, a dry place. Let me break down this word wilderness for you. When I study this word in, in the Hebrew, it means not just desert, but it means speech. And it comes from the word to speak. My God. It comes from the word where you talk, where you pronounce. And I was like, the wilderness? 
And then the word, they went, look, it's verse 20. They went to the wilderness of Tekoa. If you break down Tekoa, Tekoa means trumpet. It also means to slap. It means to drive a nail through. So they're in the wilderness of Tekoa. Your wilderness needs to become the place of your praise. Where you're releasing words of faith despite what it looks like. Before God comes through for you. You need to be releasing some words of faith. You need to open your mouth loud. Because see, you need to understand something. The devil, the enemy is trying to shut you up. He's trying to take away your praise. He's trying to mess with your marriage. Take away your praise. Mess with your money. Take away your praise. Mess with your children. Take away your praise. Mess with your health. Take away your praise. Doing all of this to take away your praise. And what do you do? Start complaining. Start muttering. Start grumbling. Start murmuring. Why this got to happen to me? Why my family going through? Why he got to act up? Why is she doing like this? Why my child like this? And, and, and Lord is waiting for you. Would you give me a praise? I know you're in the wilderness right now. But I need you to believe me. It said, that's why he said, believe in God. Some of us have lost a little bit of faith. So we don't say no faith words no more. We talk everything we see. We talk everything bad. We talk everything negative. During this fast, I am pronouncing a word fast. Not just an eating fast, but a word fast. What's a word fast, Pastor? It's a word fast where you're going to stop saying negative words. There will be no I can't out of your mouth. You will say, I can do all things. But pastor, I can't really do it. Get a tutor. Get some help. You can do all things through Christ. Stop saying you broke. I'm broke. Got no money. Well, stay broke. Start declaring. My God owns a cattle on a thousand hills. He said he's going to supply all my needs. So every need I have is supplied in the name of Jesus. I say it before it happens because, Lord, I believe you. If it means, okay, no, I'm not going to be in debt. I'm going to get out of debt. So that means I can't spend everything I need to spend because why? I pronounce, I said out of my mouth, I'm coming out of debt. Well, if I'm coming out of debt, I can't spend because I said it. I'm coming out of debt. on it stop God is if you believe God stop waiting till you see it stop waiting till it happens put your mouth on it now God I thank you for the deliverance God I thank you for turning my house around God I thank you for answering prayers God I thank you that you heard me from the first day I started to pray God I thank you for that job God I thank you for that promotion you got to start thanking God now
get it before it arrives. Let God know, Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. I believe you're able to do. Three Hebrew boys in the midst of the fire, fiery furnace. What they saying down there? Wait, hey. They didn't say, oh, don't kill us. Don't do this stuff. No. Our God is able to deliver us. But even if he doesn't, we still going to praise him. Even if he doesn't come through, we still believe he's God. We still know he's Jehovah Jireh. We know he's the God who can provide. We know he's the God that heals. But even if he doesn't, God is waiting but the devil's waiting for you to say something you agree more with the devil than you do with God I'm gonna tear apart your home oh my heart's being my heart my home's being torn apart yes my home's being torn apart yep yep and I'm just gonna let it happen I'm agreeing with the devil he's tearing apart my home he's tearing apart my finances my finances are being torn my finances are whooped And God says, okay, you know they whoop. Keep saying that they whoop. They ain't changing nothing. God, all right, I'm going to be honest. This is where I'm at. But God, you're able to give me the help I need so that it can get turned around. Come on, somebody. Stop coming in here. Stop coming in here waiting for a handout. Wait, God says, I need you to put some faith on it. I need you to open up your mouth. I need you to praise me before it happens. I need somebody in 2020 who is going to believe me. Are y'all hearing me? Everything and everybody is trying to shut you up. They don't mind if you talk foolishness about something else. They don't mind if you gossip. They don't mind if you talk bad about somebody else. But when you start believing God and start speaking words of faith, then they're like, how are you saying that? That ain't going to happen. For Abram. Call yourself Abraham. He's the father of many nations. But God, I don't have no, I don't have no children. Change your name before it happens. What's your name? My name is Abraham. Oh, what's the name of your children? I don't have any. Well, then how are you calling yourself Abraham? Because God told me to. I'm okay with making a fool out of myself. I'm okay with making myself look embarrassed because I'm putting my faith to the test. God, you said it. I believe you. I'm taking you at your word. I'm going to stand on it. Even if I look crazy, even if I look stupid, God, you said you're going to fill this house. This house is going to be filled. I'm going to say it. I'm going to... God, you said you're going to do signs and wonders and miracles in this house. I believe it. I'm going to say it every day. I'm going to see the deliverance. Oh. I'm going to see drug addicts get saved. 
talking some 20 year process. God promised me. Right, you're going to see folks coming off the streets and in the middle of worship. God had promised these years ago. You're going to see folks just come and lay down guns. They're going to lay down weapons. They're going to lay down needles. They're going to lay down some stuff. You're going to see it. I, know, I don't need you to believe. See, I would want you to believe with me. I don't need you to believe with me. I just need to agree with God. And I need to say, no, devil, you're a liar. No matter what it looks like, I believe God. I believe the drug addicts are coming in. I believe the folks with guns, the gang members are coming in. They're going to lay down their weapons. They're going to lay down their guns. God, I believe folks are going to get saved instantaneously. God, I'm going to see miracles. I'm going to see people get out of wheelchairs. I'm going to see people lay down their crutches. I'm going to see blinded eyes open. I'm going I'm going to see it. I'm not going to wait for you to believe. See, a lot of times we're waiting for somebody else to believe with us. Abraham didn't wait for nobody to believe. God told me to change my name. My name is Abraham. Whether my whole household believes or not, I believe. This is what God told me. Oh, somebody, somebody. Is your God great this morning? Is there anything too hard for your God? Do you believe God can do anything? So how come you're not praising him loud? How come you don't release a loud praise? Why do you wait till it happens before it? Why do you wait? Why do you wait? Release a loud praise. spirit bind that spirit that says you can only be loud at some sporting event you're as loud as can be whether you're at home watching it whether you in the stands yay 
Some of you were crying, upset, mad when the Patriots lost. Some of you loved it and screamed. But God says, I'm greater than all of them. break this it has nothing to do with our culture nothing to do with it with 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 ethnicity oh them folks are just loud it has nothing to do with denomination it said there in verse 9 they gave a loud praise and what hit me was God hadn't defeated their enemies yet. God hadn't come through for them yet. But just the fact that they knew that God was with them. When you know that God is with you. Waiting till God shows up. Praise him before he shows up. Those of you that are married, you need to speak words of faith over your marriage. God, I thank you for a great marriage. But pastor, you don't know what I'm going through. The more you talk about him or her, you better recognize you're talking about yourself. Because the Bible says the two became one. So when you talk down your spouse, you're talking down yourself. So when you say, they no good, you're saying, I'm no good. Two became one. I didn't do it, God did it. The word says it. So when you start saying, oh, man, he's a great husband. She's a great wife. What you're saying is, I'm a great husband. So if you're saying it about your wife, she's great, then you're saying you're great. But if you don't say nothing good about her, you not say nothing good about you. You got to declare it. You got to open your mouth. God, you said, whatsoever, what, what has been joined together, let nothing separate. Well, God, I stand on that word. 
this has been separating us for years God we on the different pages God she over here I'm over here we've been separated but God you said what has been joined together so I declare this year we're gonna be joined together God I'm gonna be joined with my spouse God we're gonna be on the same page If you're single, stop. If you're single, first of all, your first allegiance is to God. That's Bible. That's Bible. God, I'm single. But I know you know you think about me. You have plans for me to prosper me and not to harm me, God. God, you know who's supposed to be in my life. God, you know the right plan. You don't want me to marry somebody that's not for me. So don't let me be with somebody, date somebody, waste my time with somebody who's not for me, God. Don't let me get caught up in my own self, my own flesh, God. But I speak that God loves me enough you see the Bible said God it's better to marry than to burn God I don't want to burn I believe you Lord you believe me yes Lord I believe you so no matter how long the drought lasts no matter how long you don't see somebody coming to ask you out on a date Oh, y'all quiet now. No matter how long, you, you still believe me? Yes, God. Uh, help my unbelief, God. Yes, God. Do you really mean what you say? Then back it up. Then. So then God said, back it up. Back it up with, Lord, I praise you. I thank you. Because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. So that God, when he or she comes along, God, you, you, you are already blessing them. God, bless them right now. God, turn them into the man of God that you need, he needs to be, that loves you. God, let her be the wife that she needs to be, that loves you in all your heart. God, I pray for them now. I bless them now in advance. I thank you for them in advance. I Lord, don't let me get deceived when they show up. Because they don't come in the package I want them to come in. So I kicked them away when you said, but that was the one. But Lord, that didn't look like it. Mm -mm. But, but, but that's the one for you. But God, they don't, mm -mm, God, they don't look like that. Uh-uh. That's not what I had pictured in my mind. God, they don't, uh-uh. God, they look like, yeah, but I know what you need. Not just what you want, I know what you need. You need him. You need her. That's the one. Don't let my past pain block me from what you're doing, God. Or don't let me go ahead of your time and say, Ooh, I found one, God. Will you bless it? They wanted a king. All right, I'm going to give you all a king. You want a king? Here. That's not the one I wanted for you. 
I can still, okay, I can still bless it, I can still use it, but that's not the one I really wanted. So we settle and settle for second best because, well, that one fit me, God, that one suit me so good. We fit together like rice and peas, God, we just... And God said, yeah, but there's a P out of line there. You don't need that. Because I see your future. I have a future for you. To prosper you, not to harm you. Because you don't think I love you. God bless my children, bless my family, God. Things might not be going well, but God, I believe you. That you're able to turn it around. God, I thank you. I see my son. I see my daughter worshiping you, God. I see them lifting hands before you, God. I see them serving you, God. I speak those things which are not as though they are, God. I call. God, I bless you for them. God is waiting to hear your words. God's waiting to hear your praise. Your praise silenced the enemy. Stop thinking. And I want to bind this too. It's not a gender thing. Should not be only females praising God. Males ought to be louder in praising God than anybody. Thank you. Whoever that was. Men ought to be louder in praising God than anybody. Men ought to be louder in praising God than anybody. But I believe that our men are going to have the loudest voices. By the end of 2020, men going to be praising God like nothing else. God's done something for you. His goodness has been running after you. We got to break that. We got to break that. It's only a woman's thing. David was the loudest praiser. He didn't care what it looked like. His, his wife thought he was crazy. David, you look crazy. You look foolish. He's like, do you understand? The presence of God is back in my life. And you want me to shut up? No. Let me say this. The enemy wants to shut your mouth. That's why. And God says, what are you going to do in the midst of everything? Your words matter. Your praise matters. It matters. Come on, let's stand. Let me let you out of here today. Woo. Jesus. I want us to do this. Some of you are here today. You want to believe God, but you're just kind of like, sometimes you hope. And I want to.
want us to do something right now before we go. Because the main announcements are, they can get ready. We fasting. Thank you. And I broke it up. I, I, saw, I said, I'm going to be nice to you. Monday through Wednesday, we're doing a total fast. If you're not able to do a total fast, total fast means no food. And some of you have never done that. So maybe you say, well, you know what? I'm gonna do just, I'm gonna do a day. But I'm gonna fast the meat, even if I gotta stop my meat fast on Tuesday. Even if I got to pick up a little something, just, you know, a bar or something, just to, you know, get some Gatorade, I got to sit down. Let me tell you something. When you start fasting, too, like this, you don't, if you exercise, you don't want to be exercising during a total fast. Even during a partial fast where we do no meats, because your energy, your energy. You don't even want to drink cold stuff. You want your beverages at room temperature, because your body Okay, so don't drink, you know, oh, I need some water. Don't make it cold. Do room temperature water. All right, you can do uh, tea. No caffeine as well. Should say amen. No, no regular coffee, no regular tea with caffeine. No, no, that means no sodas. Y'all like, huh? That caffeine, especially when you're fasting. That could be something that some of y'all fast. It's, you know, oh, Pastor, I can't do the total, but I'm going to fast soda. Because some of y'all do, or some of you, and some of you just fast coffee. Because that's your addiction. That's your total fast right there. So, so three days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's a total fast. Then on Thursday, we're going to start a partial fast where it's just no meats, no sweets. Till February 1st, 20 days. We can do it together. All right? Drink lots of water. Uh, drink lots and lots of water. You want to do that. We're also going to meet at the church next Saturday um, at 10 o'clock. We're going to have prayer here at the church. And right after the prayer, right after the prayer at 10 o'clock, we meet at 10 right afterwards. Give God a Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Kingdom Empowerment Center's Empowerment Podcast. For more information, go to www.kecmass.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KECMass.